This is the Big Finish Podcast. Official launch date, Monday the 3rd of April, 2017. Hello, I'm Benji Clifford, and I'm sorry that I wasn't here last week, but what can I do? Nick Briggs ran off to Baltimore, I believe, and spent the entire convention podcasting nonsense to us all. That's right, so I apologise to all of you uh, on his behalf for that nonsense. But now he's back! Or is he? He said he was coming back, but somehow he's sort of split between two times and places. He's here! But he's also a prisoner. Yes, in the village. Yes, that's right. Here he is now. It's Nick Briggs. Or is it? Yes. <laughs> I'm off to Port Marion in North Wales, the location for the filming of the classic 1960s series starring Patrick McGowan, The Prisoner. I'm going to be there for a convention as a guest of the Prisoner Appreciation Society, Six of One. Uh, Christopher Benjamin will also be there. And the reason for my being there... Well, you may have heard that we at Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audiobooks and audio drama. We make Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake 7, all sorts of stuff. I mean, I could go on listing it forever, but also we make The Prisoner. Yes, our highly acclaimed Volume 1 box set of The Prisoner was released in January 2016. It was a bold audio drama reimagining of the original, different and yet familiar. A departure, but yet an arrival. And the second volume is out this autumn. But just in case you haven't yet caught up with the first box set, here's the blatantly promotional trailer. Trailer? <laughs> What's a trailer? It's know. a trailer. Sorry, here it goes. It was going so smoothly. It sounds like a Doctor Who monster, doesn't it? The trailers of Doom. We are the trailers. <laughs> he doesn't break any speed limits and get himself into trouble. He's going to get himself killed one day, you know. Where am I? In the village. In the village. Désirez-vous un taxi, monsieur? Take me away from here. Where to? As far as you can go. I heard this was your first day. And my last. Why'd you say that, number six? Don't call me that. It's just the number of a house I woke up in. Philo, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you work for. And I don't care. Open that door or I'll break it down. There's no need for all this nonsense. All we want to know is why you resign. Stop! Do not run! Halt! Stop running, man! Stop running! You don't stand a chance! We don't want any unhappiness in our beautiful village. And if number six behaved aggressively towards you... What's your real name? What's yours? You see? We're both scared to talk. I love you. This place is a madhouse. A bloody nightmare. Yes, get out of here. Yes, we must or they'll kill us. Worse. Worse. Orange alert. Orange alert. And the first half of the um, first episode of Volume 1 of The Prisoner is also available at bigfinish.com for free. Have a look in the Big Finish for free section or just search for The Prisoner on the site. You see, uh, you'll, you'll easily find it. Make sure you search for The Prisoner 
on the site, not the prisoner on the site. He's, he's not a prisoner on the building site. He's, he's, he is <laughs> there just... There might be. Who knows? <laughs> I've been here for weeks, mate, in this cubicle. They won't let me out. <laughs> they keep hammering at me. You know, there. Are, t- t- we've talked about this. There are cubicles for loo cubicles, toilet cubicles, restroom cubicles. I don't know <laughs> if I've thoroughly covered every international possibility there. On the building sites. And they're made by a company called TARDIS. I have, I've, I've heard this, and I've, I've, I believe I've, I've seen like a truck with TARDIS on the side. Me too. Are they blue? Are they, are they must be blue? I mean, it be. No, they're not. They're sort of yellow with green or orange writing, something like that. I seem to remember. And I just wonder, you know, have the BBC been in touch with them? <laughs> you know, defending their copyright there. Or has it just been let go? Or perhaps it kind of works in, you know, perhaps it's sort of a mutual thing. You know, it's like, oh well, you know, it's a, it's a great gag, isn't it? The BBC yeah. there going, we've got these TARDISes on site. And, you know, when they're... And then you get inside and find it's actually smaller. Exactly. It's smaller on the inside and it's got a dual flush. Uh, magic. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, do we have a sneaky snippet of Volume 2 of The Prisoner, Nick? Uh, Benji, we do, if I can cut it together. It's exclusive. It's a very early preview. Here it is. <laughs> I met a man today, an extraordinary man. Please state your code. ZM73. It looks just the same. The car? Well, good. I didn't know the previous owner. You. I mean, my... Someone bought it for me. Many happy returns. What's your name? What's yours? Kate. Kate Butterworth. How do I know I can trust you? How do you know you can trust anyone? I don't. What have you told her? None of your business. I don't quite understand. You were in a village, you didn't know where it was, and you didn't want to be there. Don't worry. It'll all be over soon. What's your name? No names. Just, just numbers. Six. Six. Number six. Everybody wants to tell their story, don't they? <laughs> this is beginning to sound like an interrogation. Danvers, is this your idea of a joke? No, sir. Mark Stein just called. ZM73 is back and he wants to see you. Good God. If you had to escape from this village, was someone keeping you there by force? Yes. So, how did you get away? I told you, it was empty. You just woke up one morning and everyone had gone? Yes. Even the people trying to keep you there? Everyone had gone. Turn it off! Whatever this is supposed to achieve, turn it off! What is the village? Don't you know? Where is it? I don't know. All I know is that I escaped from it. How? I'll admit it. I'm fascinated to know your story. You want to turn my life into a book? Would that be such a bad thing? Everyone has a story. I don't tell stories. Why not? Everyone tells stories. Not me. I've got nothing to say. So you have a secret? It's all secret. There is no village. It's a Soviet fiction. Your cover story. He died in the service of his country. That's all they'd say. I can assure you that none of us has heard of this village place. 
Why should I believe you? Why should we believe you? Because you have some proof that I'm telling the truth. Not much proof. Precisely. We need more information from you, ZM73. Information. We want Tell them why you resigned? No. Why not? Because it was none of their damned business, and it's none of yours either. I met a man today, an extraordinary man. Well, certainly a man with an air of mystery about him. And so before Nick and his family head off to North Wales, we have a couple of regular podcast features to dash through. Coming up in a moment, the Big Finish News. And that'll be followed by listeners' emails. And then it'll be me in Port Merion reporting on the convention. I hope to speak to Christopher Benjamin. Well, I hope to. And as many prisoner fans as I can grab. My son Ben will also be there, so you never know. He might have something to say. But I'm pretty sure my wife will go utterly silent the moment she sees the microphone. <laughs> Aww. Love the way that Ben's going to shock you by being an absolute authority on the prisoner. And everything you say, you go, no, Dad, you're getting it wrong. <laughs> There all... wasn't many happy returns. <laughs> you, you fool, you old fool. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, is, is it time for the news in brief, Nick? It is. This is Nick reading the, the news in his briefs. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. This is the Big Finish News. Kill Nick and Benji. don't have my thing so there we go you have to imagine i was twanging my um jaw jaw harp harp. yes in june big finish releases survivors series six the latest in an award-nominated run of stories produced as an audio continuation of terry nation's reflection on a plague devastated world and a fight for survival for those who are left here's the trailer coming soon from big finish productions survivors Series 6. Norway is a mess. The death wiped out most of its population. Floods destroyed roads and entire towns. It will be a long road. I've travelled far and wide since the death and I've seen what's coming. I was once part of a group that tried and sentenced a man for murder. We sentenced him to death. We killed him. And we got it wrong. I've got the biggest news since the death. We found a Russian professor by the name of Valentina Roskova. She has a cure for it. A cure? 200 people? All without symptoms? Oh, that's wonderful. (sighs) She's got me. If you try anything, I'll cut her throat. So you're going to give up? Throw in the towel? Tell me, what can we do? Because I'm damn sure there is something we can do. Don't just stand there, brace yourself. And whatever you do... Abby? Craig? Friends together again. 
Big Finish. We love stories. The series features four new stories. Abby Grant continues her search for her son, Peter. Jenny is ambushed by desperate scavengers. Greg forges links with the survivors of Norway. And Abby encounters a community based in a prison complex. Survivors Series 6 can be pre-ordered from Monday the 3rd of April 2017, which may even be today, yes, for download or CD for very attractive pre-order prices. These prices are frozen until the set's general release at the end of July. If you buy on CD, it unlocks a digital version as a Big Finish exclusive, with all digital titles being accessible on the free Big Finish listening app, available on Apple and Android mobile devices. Sounds scrumptious if you ask me, oh boy. And on Tuesday the 4th of April, we remarkably and reliably resolve the corking, calamitous uh, cliffhanger of last month's Doctor Who short trips encounter between Mr. Jago and Mr. Lightfoot and the 10th Doctor. Released on the 40th anniversary of Jago meeting Lightfoot in Doctor Who's The Talents of Wang Chiang, Doctor Who short trips The Jago and Lightfoot Revival Act 1, starring Trevor Baxter and Christopher Benjamin and written by Jonathan Barnes, has been very warmly received. At Starburst magazine sent, for example, The Jago and Lightfoot Revival gets off to a thoroughly entertaining start with this first part that sports strong writing and voice performances and even squeezes in a fantastic fan-pleasing twist to boot. 9 out of 10! That sounds like 10 out of 10 to me. That is a 10. That's a generous, that's a generous 9, but it's definitely a 10. <laughs> Doctor Who Short Trips, the Jago and Lightfoot Revival Act 2 is out on Tuesday the 4th of April. As we get back to Henry Gordon Jago and George Lightfoot's lecture at the Club for Curious Scientific Men, where they pick up the post-interval accounts by concluding events in both Minos and a theatrical basement. Here's a snippet. And with another burst of speed, he took off up the alleyway and into the main thoroughfare. I felt compelled at this, partly from fear and partly out of a desire to comfort myself, to speak that talismanic exclamation, corks! But in the end I chose to save my breath and preserve my puff, and so with a vigour born of desperation I ran on. On Minos I was running too. Decidedly strange, is it not, to think of the pair of us, separated by oceans and by so many miles, both engaged practically at the same moment, and a frantic, headlong dash. And in the company of the same famously fantastic fella, too. Still, on we ran, through the island, passing the taverna and the dig on our way, abandoned now to the dusk. On and on we went, until, glimmering in the distance, down by the dark blue of the sea, I saw a familiar sight, one rendered profoundly incongruous by its placement upon the sands, the doctor's bright blue box his travelling machine. Ah, that transport of delight, that devilishly, dazzlingly distinguished device, the means by which the doctor traverses the chronosphere and makes his gutsily gallant peregrinations into the prepossessing provocations of the past and the freakish fascinations of the future. That's the one. Big finish. Oh, I say. I've never been into a theatrical basement, but it's now my mission to do so. I've never been to a, a club for curious scientific men, but it's now my 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 mission to do so. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. Perhaps that's what, if we have another big finish day, sorry, when we have another big finish day, we should call it the club for curious scientific <laughs> people. Any road up, 
A second volume of Adventures for Classic British Sci-Fi Hero Dan Dare is out on Wednesday the 5th of April. And there was plenty of praise for... That's really hard to say, is it? Plenty of praise. There was plenty of praise for B7 Media's production of Dan Dare Volume 1 in December 2016. Sci-Fi Bulletin, for example, said... A slick, streamlined trilogy of stories that takes one of the all-time greats, puts him in a newly kitted out and streamlined world, and lets him and his colleagues soar. Ah, overuse of the word streamlined in that review, I think. But mm. never mind. Uh, so now, uh, we're delighted to announce that Dan Dare Volume 2 will be available on download and CD from Wednesday the 5th of April, containing three further adventures starring Ed Stoppard, Jeff McGiven, Hader Reed and Rad Rawi. Dan Dare and his crew finally return to Earth, landing in central London. They find the city deserted. Well, that's how it seems at first. But soon Dare faces an army of ruthless machines, robots who have conquered the planet and placed the surviving humans in slave camps. Dan, Dan, Dan! <laughs> and there's plenty more adventure and excitement where that came from. But not now, because this, I think, is the end of the news? It blooming is. Oh, well, there we go then. My visit to Port Marion, the village from the prisoner, is set to take over the rest of this podcast any minute now. But before that, here's a quick blast of listeners' emails. Big finish. We love emails. And remember, you can join in the fun simply by emailing podcast at bigfinish.com. That's P-O-D-Cast at B-I-G finish.com. And the emails have been flooding in. Here's a selection. First up, this from Darren Harris. Greetings from Great Yarmouth, Nick and Benji. That's Bengi spelt like the dog. If, if you remember the uh, the Christmas podcast. <laughs> Bengi. Uh, Bengi. Um, I think it was christened by um, Jason Hay Gallery, that name. Yes, he was trying to uh, yes establish that as your nomenclature of preference, but we're having none of it. No, 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 no. Anyway, back to the email. Uh, I just finished listening to Doom Coalition 4 and what a story. Uh, the big question is, what happens to Helen? Is her cliffhanger going to be resolved one way or another? Take care, guys. What a question. Yeah, do you know the answer? I do know the answer, but I'm no. not going to tell you. You have no, to wait and see. It is going to be resolved. It will be resolved. But it's a cliffhanger, you know. It's 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 yeah. the, you got you got to see. You got to see. I saw a thing uh, on Charlotte Pollard's series two on Twitter where they said um, you've done it again, and they showed a picture of a cliff and a coat hanger. <laughs> Love it. What those type <laughs> of people? They're my type of people. They're my type of people. <laughs> Charlotte Pollard's doing well. It's got some nice little buzz on the on yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah. I think there was. I was in a bit of a bad mood, and someone posted a less than marvelous review, and I just said, "That's a bit of a crappy review." <laughs> <laughs> I just love it when people send me reviews that aren't very good. I think, well, no, that's not very nice, is it? Oh, what, 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 what do you want me to say? I'm not yeah, going to say well done. So I like your prose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Especially well. this particular review, it kind of. He got everything wrong. Anyway, uh, and now this from Grant McLanagan. 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 I can't say it. It's a great Grant, Scottish name, Grant McLanagan. Uh, uh, 
So sorry, Grant, for that <laughs> awful start. Hi, Benji, and especially in this case, Nick. You see, he's saying hi to me especially, and I'm dissing him, as the kids used to say, by getting his name wrong. I'm thoroughly ashamed. Buck <laughs> up! Anyway... Nicholas, I very much enjoyed your entertaining meander around the Baltimore convention during the most recent Big Finish podcast, particularly your encounters with a member of hotel staff and a repairman. So caught up in the real-time event of you waiting patiently to gain access to your room was I that when the podcast music crashed in, signifying the end of the show, I could see in my mind's eye you were cutting some 60s-style mod dance shapes as your rendition of the prisoner theme blasted out through an anonymous hotel corridor and the hapless engineer was stopped in his tracks, unable to move. Stop the move. Stop the move. Uh, at least that's what I avow happened and nothing you can say will disabuse me of this notion. Kind regards, Grant. Oh, Grant, thank you so much. I did, you know, have you heard that podcast, Benji? I've not. I'm saving it for my journey to, to Germany. Oh. You see, I'm it's just the it. last section of it. It's just it, it's just me in real time being shut out of my... I got locked out of my <laughs> bedroom. I'll tell you and what. I'm there waiting for the security man to turn up and then the repairman comes. And the funny thing is I'm standing there with headphones on with a, a digital recorder in my hand and I'm talking to him and not at any point did either of them say, excuse me, are you recording this? What's going on? Excuse me, sir, are you recording this? You know, it didn't. they just became part of the podcast didn't sign release forms either so you know let's hope they never hear it <laughs> Pro- yeah well you know i suppose uh, it's, i tell you what it reminds me of it's it sort of sounds like you know when you're referencing like a, an episode of a sitcom you say oh do you remember that one of it's it's the nick briggs life where do you remember the one with the ho- the member of the hotel staff and the repair man god that was such a classic episode wasn't it <laughs> love that one <laughs> Well, I'm hoping for many more random moments with my visits to uh, the Port Marion convention. Perhaps that can be I, a new um, feature, you know. Yeah. Well, I just I thought, how am I going to structure this? I don't have time to plan it because I'm here at the event doing things. So I just kept saying, and now the most, the next most interesting thing to happen was, and then we just whatever was happening. So this, I think you'll enjoy it. It's got Sylvester McCoy and Katie Manning and Richard Franklin in it, and loads of really interesting American fans. The brilliant thing for us is that, of course, here's a secret for all of the American listeners. You may think that you uh, are impressed by English accents, how quaint they are. But the thing about us, for us, American accents, when we hear them, we instantly think we're in a movie. That's what it's like, isn't it? It's very true. Yeah, because to us, you know, most movies we see are American and a lot of television and so uh, certainly for my generation anyway and so when people speak to you in American accents you kind of feel that someone's going to dive out of a car with a a revolver and say freeze you know it's (laughs) all FBI it's just you know well I always remember I'm endlessly fascinated by American accents they're lovely well the thing as well is it goes back to I always remember being told this like in the second world war with you when the Americans join join the war and, and they came over first of all to England it was like they they were just absolutely fawned over by 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 the women of the on the home front because suddenly you know 
where they've been used to these sort of gentlemen who talk like this, you know, and say, oh, yes, tally-ho. They then had these real cool, you know, Americans who, who brought with them chocolate and bubble gum and, and were really cool. And, and, and they, nylons, yes. Nylons, and they were just like what that was, in the what movies. What is it the Englishmen used to say? They're, uh, yes, over here, over-sexed and over here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though, it's, it's the American accent. It's, it's all, it strikes you, you think, wow, this, this person's cool. It's true. You're cool. And then when they hear it in English, they think, oh, this person's just been queuing for ages. That's all they know. They go, do you mind? Can't you see? Can't you? There's an organised queue here. Ugh, I don't know. Have you read the book that the American servicemen were issued? No. To tell them how to behave in England. You should get it. It's easy to get. I, I, the, um, uh, the site manager at the Big Finish office uh, gave me, uh, uh, lent me a copy of it, and I read it. It's quite touching, actually, about the whole thing about what the English are like, and so much of it is still true <laughs> all these years later. It's still true for a lot, what a lot of people would like to think the English are like. But anyway, <laughs> right, it's just time out. for one more, isn't there? I think it is just time for one more. Uh, so here we go, just in time for this one from Jim uh, Murrell. Jim Murrell, I'll say that. Or Morell. Morell, yeah. Jim, Jim Murrell, Morell. I'm sure he's written in before. I'm sure he has as well, but... Do we get his name wrong then as well? Probably, but, you know, it's Thursday. It's, it's We're winding down for the end of the week, you know. That's right, and tomorrow is Friday, and that's when I'm off to Port Mary. Exactly, you see, it's just... I'll be recording over Friday and Saturday and then edited on Saturday night. So whatever happens on the Sunday at the, at the convention, you'll never know. It's going to be an extravaganza of, of Briggs-themed travel woes. <laughs> So here's email. Dear Nick and Benji, always enjoy the podcast. Top class banter, informative with fun interviews. My bank details will be forwarded in a later email. I, <laughs> I love the bit about it being informative. Just, yes. just the idea that, that somebody out there is, is going away learning ridiculous things. Oh, yes, yes. Did you know that the... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Phil Marshall Montgomery <laughs> yes one in the battle of the such and such and is known as the desert rat um, uh, <laughs> yes so um, yes yeah, so, death to the Daleks which we ha- I can't believe we haven't mentioned death to the Daleks well we have now yeah, that's another thing you'll love about the last week's podcast mate really when you hear I managed to get the audience to do both our catch flay catch flazes yes our catch flays, yes um yeah, so I can't wait. I can't wait because I've, I've got stop, an, don't move and buck up. Because you know. I've got like an eleven-hour drive, so it's a very short podcast. It's only forty minutes. Well, that's forty minutes of, of an eleven-hour drive. That that is. That, you're like a mathematical genius. I, I don't, don't I don't do maths. I still count on my fingers. Um, <laughs> but but yes, it's uh, it's going to be a long journey. So sounds like the perfect remedy for that. Brilliant. But yeah. So anyway, back to this 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 email. Oh, yes, <laughs> uh, one of my favourite features are the free trailers played at the end of the podcast. I particularly enjoyed the one at the end of the twenty seventh of March edition, a gripping, intense monologue featuring a man locked out of his hotel room. Sounds familiar, <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, would he accept the free bev? Would he accept the free beverage on offer? Would he get the coupons? Will Rob Shearman be in his room if he knocks on the door? I can't wait for the full release of Stop, I Can't Move, My Hotel Door. <laughs> to find out more like this, please. All the best, Jim Morrell. 
Yes, that's what happens, you see. Those things happen in the podcast. It's me wondering, shall I get... Because Rob said to me, look, if you're, if you're stuck outside your hotel room for too long, I'm, I'm at number 6048, if you come and knock on the door there. And I, I decide to go and do that before the repairman's turned up. But then I get halfway along the corridor, realise it's a long way, and then kind of chick it out and come back again. And it's just a recording of me going, oh, shall I get on? Oh, no, oh, I won't do it. It's just, it's like, I don't know, 10 minutes of utter pointlessness. But I love stuff like that, though. Yeah, it, it, I was going to cut it, but I just thought, actually, this is... Uh, uh, it's a little tragic tale that <laughs> was actually quite interesting to listen it's to. It's a little window in, into into your life at that very Me moment. dithering. <laughs> I love a, div, a dither, though. It is, it's a, all those, those incomprehensible noises, you know, when you're there going... So, no, no, I've, no. Got, I've got a, a celebrity dither I can tell you about. Timothy West. You know Timothy yeah, I West? Know Timothy. Yeah, I don't know him, but I know him. Well... I've worked with him a couple of times and when he first came to Big Finish uh, it was a long time ago and uh, in the studio Toby used to have a big bowl of chocolates you know chocolate bars sweets candy candy um, and um, we told him to take it away eventually because it was all just far too fattening <laughs> getting very large um, but I did hear I was in the, the other room around the corner and uh, Timothy West was alone in the green room and he went up to the bowl and he didn't know I was there and I heard him talking to himself and I went and looked and he was saying now shall I have a club biscuit (laughs) do I want a club biscuit shall I yes yes I think I'll have a club biscuit and then he picked it up and ate it And I t- the next time he worked for us, I told him this tale, and he, th- he was highly. Be- he said, "I don't remember that at all." But I'm yes, I. It's just the sort of thing I do. <laughs> I remember for a friend of mine who we worked with, he um, signed his name on a card, a thank you card, telling her that she'd been brilliant. He wrote, you know, lots of love or whatever. Tim, in in brackets. Off the West. <laughs> so whenever my friend Ellie and I refer to Timothy West, we call, always call him Tim Off the West. <laughs> what a dude. What a dude. What a dude indeed. Uh, yes, uh, Jim. Jim Morell, your wish is my command. My visit to Port Marion promises much more such nonsense. Who knows what it will offer? And that, my dear, dear friends, is the end of listeners' emails this week time now for me to depart as the microphone of doom follows nick and his family on an epic journey to north wales bon voyage mon amigo bon voyage oh no you're not going on a journey oh you are you're going to germany i am i'm going off to germany for for 10 days of of fun and excitement can't wait and hopefully, if things work out, I'll speak to you while you're in Germany. Definitely, definitely. Why not? Yeah. I think it'll be good fun. Good, unless there's some kind of, you know, unless the unless the Brexit negotiations get off to a very bad start and Germany cuts off all internet coverage. <laughs> that would be to the UK. That that's slightly plausible, isn't it? Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. No, no. Anyway, Benji, ta-ta. I'm, ta-ta. I'm off, and and as the emails end, yes, the whole podcast will undergo a strange revolution. A literal revolution. It will rise up and, and take us over. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.
Well, this is it. Um, we're setting off for Port Marion this morning. It's all been a bit frantic getting packed in time. Quite unbelievably, my son is actually doing his times tables. Before we're sent, what, what times tables were you doing, Ben? Are you speaking into a microphone that's not even on? No, it is on. It's a recording microphone. Yes. Okay. What I've were you doing? Start, I've, I've been doing my, my two, no, no, my 12 times tables. Wow, that's incredible. And uh, just in case people haven't been paying attention to the podcast, wh- where are we heading to today? Port Marion. How are you feeling about that? Quite excited. And where's mummy gone because I've got a microphone? that's it okay so um we've got lots of stuff to pack in the car have you got a bag no as you're just coming as you are with no extra clothes or anything or yeah the the suitcase has it all in and what have we got out here are they still here where are the boxes i think they're already packed Packed where though? Because the taxi's arriving. The taxi's arriving to take us to Bristol Parkway and then someone's going to pick us up there. Okay. Oh, yes, here we are. Don't. You can hear there's some kind of um, work going on outside. I don't know what they're doing. Let me have a look. Yeah, they seem to be uh, making a hole in the pavement. I think it's gas or water or something. Anyway, that's probably very pleasant to listen to. Let's just wait until something else exciting happens. Okay, Noel, the taxi driver, has arrived and uh, he's very kindly packing up his rather large taxi. Pop these in here. Steph, my wife, is very happy at the size of the taxi since we've got so much. Are you alright? Do you want to help me carry something? Okay. going to carry? Uh, 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 this. Okay, I'm going to carry two boxes of CDs. Okay. okay. So you put that on the seat. Right. Just putting some, some big finished CDs onto the spare tyre. Hmm. Right. Is that everything? Yeah, could you just, I've just want to put up. Is that really oh. it? I put it there. Okay, these are going in the back with you. I know what that's got inside, it's the food box. What's that in there? That's the food box. Okay. Not quite sure how this works. Anyway, we'll be off in a minute. Brilliant, thank you very much. Ah, there we are. Right. Lovely, I'll hold oh, that. Thank you. That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant.
actually when I felt myself being recorded, I thought like my, my voice sounds quite strange actually to me anyway. It's not, well, everyone's yeah. voice sounds strange, but I'll, I'll leave the listeners to judge because I'm in fact recording now. The oh, plan wow. has worked. We, we, were, we were picked up at uh, Bristol Parkway and Ian is here now dri- driving us. We're starting our epic journey to Port Marion. How are you feeling about that, Ian? Oh, great. I was, when, I, when I left work on uh, Wednesday night, it was like a weight was being released off my shoulders actually oh. from all the hassle at work we've been having lately. So that oh. was, yeah. With a deep sigh, and it was yes. So we're on our way for a, a, yet another convention. So how many of the, you? How many of these have you been to? I think about twenty. Right, brilliant. So, okay. yeah. Ben, are you happy in the back there? You got there, Ben. You got enough yes. room? Yeah, yeah. Steph, you okay? I'm you're, you're, you're fine, buried thank in bags. You. Are you sure you're all right there? Yep. Oh, no, I'm just Nick, Nick threw his bag in, so I'm just reshuffling. Well, I'll well, put it more in the back if you want. Just say I didn't throw it in. I put it in. <laughs> Good. Okay, right, out with the sandwiches, that's what I say. And then um, on to the next most interesting thing that happens today. Okay, so we're now approaching Port Marion. Uh, we started off at 10 o'clock this morning, and now it's what time is it, Ben? Oh, it's quarter past seven. So it's been a long old journey, hasn't it? Ben's been doing impersonations of. Uh, Cybermen and the silence in the back. <laughs> That's Ben's version of a 10th planet Cyberman. Can you do a silence for us? That's pretty good. There it is. Look, look, there's the sign that says Port Marion. Are we all excited? Yes. Ian, are you excited? Beside myself, you, you, you <laughs> I think can tell, can you? Yes. <laughs> You're beside me, actually. Yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> literally, yes. Quite literally. No, I'm always pleased to get here. So, uh, did you, uh, did you worry that having a, oh, he's, t- he's, he's a rebel, he's taken his uh, sea power. Um, did you worry that having a seven-year-old in the car might be a bit trying? No, not really. But well, he's uh, been pretty good. He's been, uh, he's been very good. I've been very impressed with him, Ben, actually, yes. No, he's been, he's been, he's been good as gold, so... It's called putting a video, a DVD player on. And, yes, that's and, right. And yes. Just... They didn't have one until I was seven, anyway. They, they didn't exist. No, same here, <laughs> mate. Same here. Yeah. No. no, it's been fine. No, it's a long it's journey like... for a youngster, I know that. Yeah. It's not, nothing to do, so... It, it, yeah, I just it's a long journey expect. for an Ulster. I know, that's right, yes. An oldster. Yes. Oh, I just made it up. Uh, the Prisoner, 50, 1967 to 2017 is a sign there. We've just gone by. And this is... Uh, what is this? Is uh, down, 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 used to be the hospital, wasn't it? In, in the Prisoner, yes. This is like we're training for your hotel. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That pinging noise. We check in at the hotel, actually. Oh, do we? Yes. Oh, right. Um, Al's um, email saying that... So I usually just go in there, but they said no, go straight to the hotel and check check in. Okay, so, so we yeah. drive past this. That pinging sound is the self-destruct yes. mechanism yeah. of the car. It will explode so any minute. It will go off in a minute. It gives up, so it'll be all right. <laughs> there it is. The Royal Q has given up. Oh, oh no, 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 it's still okay. going. It probably means that Rover is closing in on us yeah. at this very moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well. 
just wait until we get in there. I think I'm going to press stop. Yeah. Ben's talking about the fact that uh, when we last stayed in Port Marion, which wasn't for a convention, we stayed in a self-catering apartment, but they've now turned it into a hotel apartment, so they may have removed the kitchen, and we are staying in the same place. What's it called? Upper Upper Arches. Yeah, yeah. Just by an amazing coincidence, we are going to be staying in the same place, because I know, Steph, you would have preferred to stay somewhere different, because you like change, don't you? Place because then I remember where's where and what's what. Huh? But it has changed. At least I haven't removed the toilet. <laughs> well, well that, that's maybe a, that's not. Good point. Yeah. yeah, it would be awful if they removed the toilet and the bed. Yes. There'd just be no point going there. <laughs> oh, look, I see two people walking ahead of us wearing uh, uh, village uniforms, a sort of number six yes. piping on their jackets. There are, that's, that's quite weird. We've been in being welcomed. Yes. No, they recognise yeah. those light coloured trousers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We see a lot of those over the weekend. Sort of yeah. What people not Tan. wearing any trousers? Light, light coloured trousers. <laughs> so now we're approaching the entrance. It's a fun place. It is fun, isn't it? What you mean by fun is everything's like multicolored. Yes. And So Ian's going out to uh, have a word with the person in the little um, gate hut here. I'm a bit tired actually. Just sitting in a car all day, really. Hmm. Ding dong. Damn. So the chimes of Big Ben. What is going on today? You've got wind all that hmm. Oh no, don't kill me, Barrier. Don't kill me. The barrier's coming to chop me up. Oh, it stopped. Is this where we discover stuff that we're not booked in? Yeah. They say you have to go home. After how many hours was it? Oh. Seven and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going, no, no sign of them being booked. No, no, she's just looking at her list. The pen in that kind of, can't see it anywhere, sort of expression on her face. Oh, no, she's just writing something. Get lost. She's written. Gate crashes. Gate crashes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, she's smiling, it's a good sign. He's smiling, oh, he's just pointed at us. And now he's putting some money out. <laughs> he's just put, <laughs> he's put his hand in his pocket. And the barrier has lifted, yes. Well done. Well done to Ian. Did you, did you manage to... Uh, Are we booked? Did oh, you yes. sweet, sweet talker? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We're meeting up later on, so that's all right. <laughs> Are we booked? Yeah, of course we're booked, yes. Yeah. Don't panic. <laughs> Don't panic! Everything's under control. Here we go, Over. 10 miles an hour in the village. <laughs> Ben's doing his very own car noises for us. What are we going to do? Are we going to go straight to Upper Arches? Yes, well, no, we're going to go straight to the hotel first, get uh, the keys. Oh, of course, in. yes. 
Did you want me to put a crowbar with you? Just to... <laughs> <laughs> We've got everything with us. Yeah, we're breaking and entering. Yeah. We may not be able to escape from the village, but we might be able to break in. Yes. Tricky little road here, isn't it? It's great. We've got to swing yeah. round. Right, yeah. now we are now going under the archway, entering here. We'll get our first sight of uh, Port Marion. The village. Where am I? Stop doing the impression. <laughs> Why? Does it frighten you? No, just it might think that they, the, the people who are listening might think that we're in the same situation as number six. This is our four arches on the right. Just yeah, it's a bad Oh, Ian's activated his phone. Yeah, we'll have a quick call them out in a bit. There's some more. Where? Some what? Some what? I can't see the same as we've Some more prisoner people. There's someone dressed as an undertaker. Mr. H. Hello. How are you? How the devil are you? Good to see you. Yeah, good. Tides out, sort of. Well, it's coming in, I think, isn't it? You can see the sand in front of the uh, oh, the stone nice. boat. It looks great, doesn't it? Yes, and here we are just pulling into the, the hotel car park. Hmm. Well, and then we have to walk up to our... I, th no, I think Ian, Ian will, will drive us because it's raining. Yeah, yes. And we've got all that yeah, luggage yeah, and, can't carry that and big finished CDs. Yeah. Okay, very exciting. On to the next yeah. most exciting yeah. thing. So we're just driving up to Upper Arches. Here we go. Yeah, where we stayed last time. <laughs> so that's just, let's just keep on going, do you? Yeah, keep on going a bit. Yeah. Is that, oh no. Oh no, it's sorry, I'm wrong. You have to go back a bit. Sorry. Yeah, it's exactly where Steph told you to pull in and I told you not. <laughs> That's fine. Yes, I forgot there's a little sort of steps going down. Yeah. It's here, is it? Yeah, yeah. sorry. That's, yeah. Fine. That's it. Yeah. That's it there. Oh, yeah, there is, yeah. Archer's Sweet, it says. Yeah, I don't imagine there's going to be a huge amount of traffic up here. No, we're not in anybody's way. They can get up and down, but they want to get round if they need to. Right. Thank you very much. Have you got the keys, Dad? Okay, then. You out? Yes. Okay, what's your reaction getting out of the car? Uh, Thank you. Brilliant. Oh. You do remember it. Thank you very much, that's fine. Okay, well, let's just go to the door then. Hope that uh, this door opens unlike the last hotel. Ah, oh, brilliant. <laughs>
No, that is different. That used to be a kitchen there. Yeah. Kitchen's there. Oh no, where's that? Oh, there's no bedroom now. Where's the sitting room? Sitting room's still here. Oh, oh it is changed. Oh, so, so we haven't got the kitchen. Yeah. Just they've changed it. Oh, look, the sofas. Oh my gosh, this is actually better. I. The first thing I need to do is check this is the bathroom. Yes. We've got a shower this time. Oh yes. Oh, where's the light switch? <laughs> Ben's immediately going to use the loo. Have you found the light switch? It has changed. Oh no! There's no light switch in the bathroom. There it is. Oh, where? Where was it? It's out here. Yeah, this used to be a longer corridor. Yeah. Oh, they've completely changed that. What's that? Oh, and there's an ensuite. Oh, this has been completely revamped since we last came here. Yes. That used to be a little dining room in there. That's Ben's room Ben's now. Room. <laughs> it says on the door, Ben's room. Oh, ah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I love the fact that you yeah, believe yeah, me there. Yeah. yeah, this is very different. Yeah. This, this was a separate kitchen yeah. that you entered through there, but no, it's all... Oh, that's very nice, isn't it? Yeah. That's a whacking great radiator on the oh, wall, no, isn't it? Right. It's going to be cold, don't they? Yeah. Yes. yeah. If you fall against that, you'll scold yourself. Yes, yeah. We're yeah, to lean up against it in the cold weather. Yeah. Lovely. Well, here we are in the village. Right, uh, we'll unpack the car now. Okay, here's what's happened so far. We uh, had a nice meal last night and um, oh. ate far too much in the Don't lovely try. restaurant. Ben's now dodging, <laughs> dodging the rain. Um, and then we got up this morning on the Saturday and had an enormous breakfast. And now... Th- there's an election parade going on in the, the village square, I think. So I, I thought we should catch this bit of prisoner reenactment. Let's have a look. Here we go. Ben, are you excited about this? Kind of. Steph, are you excited about this? Very. Good. Uh, I can. It's also raining. Oh, look, they're ready for. Uh, if you know the episode of The Prisoner entitled Free for All. This is their reenactment of that. Very exciting. I keep saying very exciting. <laughs> that, that always means that something isn't exciting, doesn't it, when people say it's very exciting. You can hear there the sound of the fountain in the middle of the... Oh, yeah, it's doing a bit of testing. I'm in the village and I can hear Patrick McGowan. It's quite remarkable being here and hearing all this going on. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> I can see Al, the organizer there. Up on the sound desk. Okay, well I'm going past another fountain as you can hear and I'm heading up towards uh, there's the Green Dome up ahead there there are lots of uh, prisoner fans out now with their brightly coloured umbrellas many of them in costume a lot of them wearing raincoats since it's uh, raining <laughs> sound quality I actually feel like I'm in the program there's a whole load of people assembled here outside number six's house this is clearly where the parade is going to start Costumes. It's really quite spooky. Brilliant. Yeah, someone's filming me. Good morning, Ian. All right. Yeah, fine. How are you? Yeah, this is. Uh... Oh, here we go. Yeah, we're, we're getting prepared for the moats to arrive, and then we're good to go. I saw the Lotus this morning, but Steph didn't see it, so she thinks it's in April the Fools. Oh. April Fools. Oh, April the Fools. Yeah. It is April the 1st, isn't it? Is, yeah, that, yes. So who's playing number six over here? It's Gary Murphy. <sighs> and we've got uh, Jürgen, who's playing the number two, our uh, German number two for the second year. So that's because we're international here, you know. Of course, well, the village is international. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, isn't it, walking through here and hearing the... Uh, the prisoner theme. Oh yes, yeah. And hear the announcements. I haven't heard an announcement yet. We've got Fenella Fielding. I heard a, a bit of that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I must have missed that. I've been running around a bit this morning, but yeah. Right, the mini moke has just arrived. Two, two mini mokes. Wow. I want them to go as they turn up. There they come. I'm presumably. Uh, yeah. Look, there's number. There's the guys with the uh, the white helmets and dark glasses from Fallout. I'm such a sad prisoner fan that I know that. Oh, are we in the way? Well, it's really, I don't know how many people are here. I would say well over a hundred. And there's some people with, uh, there's someone with a, a tuba there about to play. Presumably they're going to play the music as they go along. I heard them rehearsing earlier, doing a perfect rendition of one of the brass band tunes from The Prisoner. Huge banner there saying, vote for number six. And of course, the prisoner incidental music bashing away in the background there. It is quite incredible to see everyone in all their bright costumes. Right, let's just wait until something happens. You see, uh, one of the characters is having difficulty sitting down in the mini moke because the seats are wet. 
but she's got a little number six badge on her sailor her sailor's hat I think you might remember that character wow it really does look yeah like something may happen does it this could be the longest podcast in history so Ben what's happened so far sorry you got in my picture is that a bad thing having your father in your picture no well what are you complaining about then nothing I'm just saying you've been caught in my picture Oh, here we go. How tall I am. exciting or what Steph or what (laughs) I feel like I'm in an episode of The Prisoner you are that sounds ominous here we have number two and number six arriving with their megaphones yeah the Minimoke starting up Number six and number two are on the leading mini moke doing their shouting through megaphones. You can probably hear that. Quite an impressive parade coming down here. It 
it's looking great, Al. I'm, I'm doing a big finish podcast oh, wonderful, here. Wonderful, great stuff. Yeah, we were a bit concerned with the rain earlier on, but we think uh, it's clearing up and it's going to get better through the weekend now. So. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's cleared up just in time for this. Yeah, it always does for us. It knows it's, we're here, so. Yeah, fantastic. You love all the colour and the bronies. Oh, and amazing, yeah. and it's great. It's amazing just standing there hearing the prisoner theme yes. booming out. Oh, the, yes. Yeah, it was sort of brings it. Um, it back to life a little bit what it was probably like in the 60s what it must have been like perhaps when they were filming so we'll try and do as much as we can to replicate it anyway so I'm, I'm quite moved in a way good yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a tear in my ear every, every time it's so. great isn't it yeah anyway I'm going to carry on now. okay I'm yeah looking, I'm looking after the sound effects so. right see you later and they're circling round the main square now all I can see now are umbrellas <laughs> brings back lots of memories for me watching this for the first time in 1977 I was 10 years late and now circling around the little pond in the middle where the fountain is and number two and number six are up on the little sort of platform thing which was also uh, Doctor Who fans used for uh, Mask of Mandragora uh, when the Doctor was going to get his head chopped off I don't think I've got any uh, alternative except to go through the crowd here they're really getting into it uh, I'm just zipping around the back to see if I can get to the stage a little bit quicker waiting for the entire crowd to assemble before they start the speeches I'm told these guys have actually learnt the, the words from the series number two's got a bit of a cough there, it keeps coughing I hope that doesn't harm his chances in the election I have to say that number two is particularly good casting he did, looks very much like Eric Portman <laughs> people of our community of opposition in making a free for the elections. This is not good for our community as reflects an acceptance as it is. We know what we must do. What must we do? Progress! 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 Exactly. We are, however, fortunate in having with us a recent recruit whose outlook is particularly militant and individualistic. He's waiting for the responses and people are not quite sure what to say. That he will not deny his duty to, to the community by refusing to take up the challenge. Good people, it is a pleasure for me to present to you the one and only number six. I am a person. <laughs> In some place, at some time, all of you held positions of a secret nature and had knowledge that was invaluable to an enemy. Like me, you are here to have that knowledge protected 
or extracted. That's the stuff to give them. Unlike me, many of you have accepted the situation of your imprisonment and will die here like rotten cabbages. Keep going on. They love it. <laughs> the rest of you have gone over to the side of our people. Which is which? How many of each? Who's standing beside you now? I intend to discover who are the warders and who are the prisoners. I shall be running for office in this election. Good people, let us applaud to a citizen of character. May the better man win. And a big hand for number six. Be seeing you. <laughs> a marvellous piece of work there. That's as close as I'll ever get to being in the original series of The Prisoner, I think. Mm. Quite thrilled. And off they all troop. I wonder what's going to happen next. It's six for two, and two for nothing, and six for free for all, for free for all! Go! 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 Oh, getting very excited. Hello. It's Andrew Pixley. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. I'm recording, I'm recording a Big Finish podcast. <laughs> now he's not saying anything. What were you going to ask me? We didn't ask you how you were. Oh, is that it? <laughs> I'm good. Thank are you, you happy? Have you been yes. to many of these? No, no. I've been invited to this one as a guest, and that's the first time I've been. But I've been to. Uh, I've come here before. We came here last year because Steph thought it'd be fun for me to come since we'd done the prisoner. But you've not seen all this. I've not seen all this performance before. No. I found it quite moving. It brings it to life. It does, doesn't it? When you, especially when you hear the theme. Yeah. These guys are good. They've learned their lines and everything. <laughs> so here I am after having had an early lunch. The theme to this seems to be me constantly overeating. And I'm with Andrew White. It is Andrew White, it, isn't it? It yes, is yes. indeed. Yes, Nick. Hello. Yes. Hello there. Hello. So, Andrew, you've been drafted in uh, uh, as an emergency interviewer for my panel on stage. I have indeed. Um, it's a challenge which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, I'm a Doctor Who fan. I'm a Prisoner fan. Uh, we've just had a very nice lunch and I'm sure many of our members this afternoon are going to be looking forward to hearing about your career from start to finish with lots of stories about the audio dramas you've done for The Prisoner uh, and Doctor Who and all the other things you've done as well which are quite fascinating and also um, other projects you've got coming up in the future, which I think is very interesting, so I'm very much looking forward to it. Thank you, Andrew. That's like you read that off autocue. Uh, no autocues here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just um, that's the honest truth, speakers, speakers, I mean it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Brilliant. And yeah. um, I should just tell listeners that you have heard our, our series of The Prisoner, haven't you? I have indeed. I think it's very good. It encourages me to use my imagination. There's lots of familiar, familiar elements to it as well, but some differences which I think are very carefully scarfed in and give a whole new meaning to the episodes which is very interesting and enjoyable a joy to listen to all right here's a fiver for saying that <laughs> <laughs> oh please <laughs> now what is this building we're heading into now that's very the, noisy this is the hercules hall right uh, um, it's, it's actually called the town hall from right. the television program but we're going up into the hercules hall where all our indoor events are held for the weekend yes. and uh, this, this is um quite quite a famous oh, building you. yes 
And the various people around in costume. There are indeed. Oh yes, people do. People do dress in all the characters from the uh, television program, uh, which is always a joy. And there's always people who dress up in different things every year. Some people come in the traditional village costumes. It's uh, it's very interesting. Oh. Very interesting indeed. And the billion-dollar question is: Have you sold any? Yes. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, good. Well, I'm happy. That keeps you happy. That's good. That's <laughs> okay, good. so we'll be doing our interview later. We will indeed. And thank you for a lovely lunch. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right. Uh, and what's Ben doing? <laughs> He's got headphones on. He can't hear me. Okay. Pretending not to Oh, what an actor. Right. Good. Let's see what the next most exciting thing is. Right. So Andrew and I are waiting to go on now. Yes. Lots of tense anticipation, eh? There is indeed, but the crowd are getting nicely warmed up for us with some very interesting uh, speed learn exercises which form part of the prisoner, which is a bit of fun. Uh, so they'll be nicely warmed up for us, Nick. Brilliant. Yeah. And Ben's doing some sound effects with some plastic. Well done. You can doing that? Is that Rover? <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Ooh, are they applauding for us? <laughs> no, no. Let's see if I can hear some of this. Yeah, probably quite difficult to hear what's going on. Wish me luck, Ben. Okay. Is that it? Good luck. Thank you. We've sold a few box sets, so I'm quite happy about that. And also a few people who've heard it already uh, saying very nice things to me about it. So that's nice. So you're going to introduce me? No, Alan is. Alan. Someone's going to be if I want to take my coffee on with me. Now, this is it, they're going to introduce me. So, hmm. Right, well, it gives me great pleasure. Uh, our next guest, um, Deb Sawley, went to a big finish event in Sparrow, and it was really interesting. And we first met him, and it's really great he's um, come to Portland to talk about his work, particularly talk about the reimagining of the prisoner. So, can we give a really big, warm Welcome to Mr. Nick Briggs. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Andrew's just explained to me that someone, Debs, who was meant to interview me, was ill, and you had to take over at the last minute. That's correct. Um, at 9.30 this morning, I got a phone call saying, would I be prepared to interview Nick Briggs because Debs has fallen ill? And I thought, well, the show must go on. And, well, as a Doctor Who fan myself, I couldn't think of anything better than to interview Nick Briggs, the voice of the Daleks. What well, an honour. Well, bless you. And we've just done the interview. It was, it was all right. Do you think we got away with it? I think we did a good job. And uh, people have made some very nice comments. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Brilliant. I presumably you haven't sold anything while I've been out there. We've sold two more, I think. Wow. And maybe another one behind you. And there's a lady who'd like to get your order. Oh, hello. hello. Right. Yes. Hold on. I'll turn my recorder off. All of a sudden, it's nearly the end of the podcast. 
I just want to explain the situation here. Ben, what is it you're doing at the moment? Eating my thumb. Eating his thumb. Good. Well, he's uh, eaten a huge ice cream. He's moved on to afters now. Um, yeah, I'm sitting here in our little uh, hotel apartment thingy in Port Marion. Uh, it's um, I, Port Marion. I don't want to say Port Marion. <laughs> anyway, I'm also talking to Chris Griffin. Hello, Chris. Hello. He's got his thumb in his mouth as well. Chris is our marketing consultant. He's come to visit us in Port Marion. And you've been taking lots of lovely photographs, haven't you? Take your thumb out of your mouth. But it tastes so good. <laughs> That's why I do it. Oh, I've never seen you sucking your thumb before. We're, just we're not sucking you. thumbs, we're eating them. Oh, right. <laughs> I think Chris is leading Ben astray. I was hoping for a nice, you know, slick ending to this podcast, but frankly, it was never going to happen, was it? You asked me for a slick ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so it's Sunday, it's, it's uh, yeah, uh, and the internet has failed me. I don't even know whether this podcast will ever see the light of day. You're in the village. Yeah, there is no escape, is there? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this will be the last remnants of your career, of all of our careers. The end. Ben's using a sonic screwdriver. You won't get out using a sonic screwdriver. He showed me this computer game. It's fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what's been your highlight for today, apart from the ice creams, obviously? Um, I love watching the chess game with all the people and then Rover dropping in and crashing it all and then someone being beaten around and carted off in the mini moke. Yeah, and that was brilliant and slightly surreal for a Sunday as well. But um, now the whole thing, the sun's out and everyone's having a brilliant time. And uh, yeah, it's a big celebration of the prisoner. So it couldn't be any better, to be honest. Lovely. I don't think... Any, have you ever been interviewed on the podcast? I don't... Oh, a Christmas special a couple of years ago. Oh. Yes, which was lovely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll save you for another time for an in-depth interview. I think, uh, how, how do we end this podcast, though? How? I don't know. I don't know. We should ask you questions. Ben, we can ask your dad questions. What should we ask him? Don't know. I'm going to write it down. Ask him, ask him something about his thumb. That'd be a good one. <laughs> How's right. your day been, Mr Briggs? It's been great, thank you very much, yes. Do you suck your thumb? No, I don't suck my thumb. Thanks, Ben. Have you ever tried to chew it? Uh, I dare say, but it hasn't stuck in my memory. You should try it. Well, on that bombshell. Go on. <laughs> that is the random Come on. and very strange end now. to this podcast. Be seeing you. I'm pressing stop quickly. Stop.